this bulletin. The federal opposition calls for more transparency after the release of 80 immigrants in indefinite detention. Australian young people overwhelmingly support a right to a healthy environment. And in sport, the New South Wales Rugby Union is the first state to agree to be integrated into Rugby Australia in a nationwide reset. With all the latest headlines from the SBS Newsroom, I'm Katrina Stewart. The federal opposition has called for more transparency from the government on its plans after the release of dozens of immigrants from indefinite detention. Immigration Minister Andrew Giles has announced that 80 migrants have already been released from immigration detention after a High Court decision last week found indefinite detention was unlawful. The reversal of a two-decade-old decision was delivered in the case of a Rohingya man from Myanmar who faced the prospect of detention for life because no country would resettle him due to a criminal conviction for child sex abuse. Attorney-General Mark Dreyfus has said the government will act consistently with the court's orders but is also considering its response to the decision, including possible legislation amid concerns about community safety. The opposition's immigration spokesman Dan Tian has told Channel 7 Sunrise the government should have already legislated to prevent the release of migrants who may pose a risk to the community. They knew this High Court decision was coming. They should have had legislation into the parliament this week to deal with it. We need to hear from the Attorney General, from the Immigration Minister as to what they're doing and most importantly, when are we going to have legislation to address this? Israel's military claims it has uncovered weapons stored by Hamas in the basement of a children's hospital in Gaza where it says hostages also appear to have been held. IDF spokesperson Daniel Hagari has said troops had found a Hamas's command centre in the basement of Rantisi Pediatric Hospital, showing unverified footage which Hamas has not responded to immediately. This comes after Hamas's health ministry said all of the hospitals in northern Gaza are out of service amid fuel shortages and heavy fighting after being encircled by Israeli forces who claim Hamas is operating underneath civilian infrastructure which Hamas has denied. White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan says the US has intelligence that Hamas has used hospitals to store weapons, but US President Joe Biden wants to see hospitals in Gaza protected. We do not want to see firefights in hospitals. We want to see patients protected. We want to see hospitals protected. We have spoken with the Israeli government about this, and they have said they share that view. The position of the United States on this matter is clear. Hospitals should be able to run effectively so that medical care should be can be given to patients. New research has found that young Australians overwhelmingly want the right to a healthy environment enshrined in law to keep pace with standards being set overseas. The study from the Australian Conservation Foundation has found 9 out of 10 people aged 13 to 24 want Australia to follow the more than 160 countries worldwide which have legislated the right. Independent Senator David Pocock has a bill before the federal parliament that would require decision makers to consider the health of children when making significant decisions and to factor them into coal and gas policy. The senator says legislating an environmental duty of care to children's health is inevitable. This will happen. It's up to this parliament whether we decide to have some leadership and make it happen now or kick this can down the road and continue 
to not listen to young people and to not take them seriously. There is a shift happening. People are expecting more of their elected representatives and I think politicians ignore this at their peril. And in sport, Rugby Australia and the New South Wales Rugby Union have agreed to the first step in a strategic reset of Australian rugby. New South Wales has become the first state member union to formally commit to Rugby Australia's plan to centralise the sport, with responsibility for the Waratahs' operations passing on to Rugby Australia from the start of next year. The step will result in New South Wales' commercial and professional operations, including players and coaches, being fully integrated into Rugby Australia, but will see all Waratahs' employees continue in their current roles. Rugby Australia boss Phil Waugh says he believes an aligned system is essential for the future of the game in Australia, which, after a disappointing World Cup campaign for the national side, will deliver success on and off the field. And that's all the latest headlines from the SBS Newsroom. More to come this evening. I'm Katrina Stirrett. 